Here's a question to ponder. Does investing in your company culture always pay off? Well, that's the topic for today's episode, number 65 of Lead Through Values. You're listening to Lead Through Values, where America's Chief Culture Officer, James Mayhew, helps you create a high-performance workplace by building strong leaders, enhancing communication, and accelerating productivity. And now, here's your host, James Mayhew. Well, hey team, welcome back. This is James, and in this little short podcast today, I posed the question to you in the intro, Does investing in your company culture always pay off? Well, here's the reality. The answer is no. There are things that you do to invest in your culture that actually might be hurting you more than helping you. And I want to pinpoint them today and give you a few examples of ways that you can do that. Here's the first thing. You just got to understand that investing in your company culture does pay off when you understand how you make culture an accelerator of productivity and of performance instead of it being something that is detracting from individual team or corporate performance. Here's the thing. Too many leaders are trying to build culture with activities or perks and benefits. Things like food truck Fridays or some sort of after hours get together celebration. Maybe it's on site or off site. Internally, let's have a potluck this quarter and celebrate a great quarter. Uh, in addition, maybe it's it's awards that we're doing and recognition and having meetings like this. Team building activities. Now, that's another one. So we're going to bring somebody in. We're going to have some fun activities. It's hopefully going to teach us a lesson you know, that we can apply in the work. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand. These aren't bad things. These are good things. However... If they are viewed by employees as not addressing the real issues, then their perspective is, is this is a way to deflect and, and dodge their real concerns that the employees are having, such as, we have some really dumb policies here that make it hard for me to do my job. We have some bad management practices, and we have some bad people in management or, or people that don't know how to manage well. We've made some really dumb hiring decisions lately. We've brought people in around the team that don't match up. That they We're having to carry the weight for them. Things like tolerating or, oh my gosh, this is happening. I see this. Even promoting what we would consider people who are bullies into manager or leadership roles. Here's another one. Not having any kind of performance review. People want to know how they're doing. And if you haven't heard how you're doing, I've seen instances where people haven't haven't had a meaningful performance review or some type of evaluation for more than a year. In some cases, it's well past the year. Another thing that, that frustrates people and they don't buy into what you're trying to create from culture is that their ideas for improving things aren't listened to. They might be shared, but they die. We tried that before. That'll never work here. Or the manager takes them and, and says they did something with them, but yeah, the, 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 the leaders, they just, they don't want to do it. Another thing too that can contribute to this is things like frustration uh, that, that 
begins to mount from old technology or worn out equipment, things that get out of spec, CRMs that don't work very well or computers that are are slow and freeze or phone systems that drop calls. That frustrates people. And then things like tolerating gossip, you know, where there's gossip that's happening in the in the company, it's being seen, but nothing is being done. And in fact, there's some managers, leadership level people that are even doing it. These things unbelievably disrupt culture. And if you're trying to do team building activities and these things are happening, you're actually probably causing more harm than good by doing those things. When you have a leadership that won't address any of these types of issues, yet they continuously paint a picture that things are great, that profits are good, the health of the company is good, we're investing in this, uh, and yet these things are still occurring, employees aren't buying it because the proof isn't being shown to them. Their situation isn't changing. Now, see, wise leaders understand these issues are killers of productivity. They're killers of team cohesion and trust, which impacts efficiency and ultimately profit. Wise leaders also know that they need to take ownership, that they embrace that they're 100% responsible for company culture and for creating an environment where these things aren't seen as detractors, but they're creating these things because they are uh, accelerators for it. Because the wise leader knows we can't allow gossip to happen and we can't allow old and outdated equipment to impact our performance or we need to listen to the great ideas that our employees have because they are the ones closest to it. And finally, wise leaders have the humility to know that they may not know how to do this. And they know they're responsible, but they have the humility to know that they need to ask for help. It's then and only then that they can be confident that when they invest in their culture to do things like uh, food truck Fridays or some flex time or some new benefits, uh, we're having the recognition and awards. That's when the employees understand it because they now are starting to see that they are, you know, the leadership is listening. This is then and only then that you can be confident that when you invest in your culture, it's showing up in your bottom line in a powerful way. See, investing in your culture has really little to do with the perks and the benefits. They are pieces of it. Trust me, I I understand this. I want you to know I understand this. I want you to understand this. (laughs) But before all of that can happen, we have to become really, really good at ensuring that people know how they're doing, that the right conversations are occurring, that we're leading and living through our values and we are are not compromising there. Uh, Employees want to know that when new people join the team, that the people that come alongside them have that same set of, of drive and hard work and commitment and they aren't going to be lazy where somebody has to carry their weight for them. This is culture at work. So hopefully this has inspired something in you. Maybe it is, hey, I'm dealing with this. 
This, I get it. This is frustrating. I don't know how to fix it. If that's you, why not reach out? Um, I would love to hear from you. If you are the owner of a business and you're feeling these things, let's talk. Uh, if you are, are just listening and, and in general, you have a question about this or you disagree. Great. Let's hear it. Like, I would love this to be a dialogue. And that's our really great segue to end this podcast, because as you've heard me say before, if you've listened, and by the way, if you're new, welcome. (laughs) But here's the thing. Conversations create clarity. We listen better when we participate and we're actively part of the communication, the conversation. Conversations create clarity because clarity then produces action and action determines your results. Hey, I'm James. I'm your chief culture officer, and I am very excited to help you attract and retain great people, help you build a culture of performance, and help you uh, improve your bottom line. I look forward to seeing you here again on the next episode of Lead Through Values.